everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out of the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome in to another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. Brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Dr. Squatch, where new buyers with an order of $20 or more using promo code IMFAT20 save 20% and a new sponsor that we'll talk about in just a second. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. And Jay, it's fitting that we are uh, recording on a day where it's going to be hot as hell outside. So staying inside more and having the excuse to record the podcast to not venture outdoors is perfectly fine with me. It is a perfect day to be in my 55 degree basement. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I wish I could get my my room down to 55. I have to tell you, it is it it, it borders on unpleasant. When I was working from home uh, last summer and I had to be down here for the entirety of the radio show with mm-hmm. uh, Dan and Layla by the by like 11.30, I was reevaluating my life choices because it was so cold down here. But you were preserving yourself. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Exactly. But like by the end, I'd be like, my legs would be shaking and I'd be just yeah. kind of pacing around to get out of here. Um, then I would just run up to my bedroom where it's 85 degrees and everything would just sort of offset. So it works out. Anyway, you mentioned our new sponsor. Mm-hmm. Our friends at Fredo's Culinary Kitchen in Schaumburg. 628 South Roselle Road have jumped on and become official partners of the podcast. And not only is that good news for me and for Rick, it's good news for you, the listener, as well, because we've been given a hundred dollars a month to spread to our audience as we please. And you know, send a good voicemail, send a good email, leave one of those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and email mm-hmm. it to imfatpod at gmail.com. And chances are you'll get some, well, not chances are, but there's a, there's a chance you'll win a chunk of that money. So also uh, bribery is good. Yeah, of course. Just send us uh, that. Well, that's what the five-star reviews are. That is absolute yeah. bribery. It's true. Write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Send us a screenshot of that review and uh, we'll throw your name into a hat every month and draw that name and send you a prize pack. So, and that will include a gift card to Fredo's. So welcome Fredo's. Very happy to have you. You guys know Fredo's. You went and got the I'm Fat Burger and the I'm Fat Pizza. Now they are our full-time sponsor, and we couldn't be more proud. Awesome place. If you've mm-hmm. only been for the I'm Fat stuff, go back. Try everything else on the menu. Get the gargantuan uh, mozzarella sticks that are absolutely yep. unbelievable. A meal in their own. What was it? The garlic twist you got, Rick? Is that what they were called? It was uh, like Cajun bites. Cajun bites. That's right. I don't know where I got garlic they twist were, from. They were incredible and one portion is enough for a table because it is a lot and they like they're light fluffy but like also have a good like crust to them so they're breaded like they are breaded and and (laughs) you're just like well they're basically bread uh and then you just like so you have something to really bite into and get that little bit of crunch and then that seasoning is on point yeah everything at fredo's is incredible so go stop by go tell them you heard about them on the i'm fat podcast and if you're not sure where is fredo's if i only had some sort of guide or yeah some sort of resource i could turn to you mean like a map yeah like a map would be perfect well guess what fats we have gone and done it we created 
the I'm Fat map. And I think at last count, we have about 110 different locations on there that we've oh mentioned God. on this podcast. <laughs> we've been doing this podcast a long time. That's we talk true. about a lot of stuff. So go to uh, our link tree in our social media bios, mm-hmm. and it's the top link there. Click that. You're going to get open, a Google map will open. And it will show you where all the places are that we have mentioned on the podcast, uh, including Fredos, of course, and including uh, Mazda Vorland Park, all the places we love, Schmaltz, where Charlie the Bacon Guy works. And uh, you open it up. There's a, I wrote a little blurb about every little place. So if you're kind of like, oh, what should I try here? There's a little bit of a note for everywhere. Um, so check out the I'm Fat map. It's really cool. I want to thank my wife, Hope, for putting it together. She did really all the legwork on it, creating it and everything. So um Thanks to Hope, and we'll just keep adding mm-hmm. to it as we go. It's been, it's kind of funny how easy, like, she was done in, like, 45 minutes. I'm like, damn. Wow. So, and then I just kept, like, during the week, like, oh, I forgot to add this place, and just keep adding and adding and adding, and it's great. So, yeah, it's really Hope's exciting. Really, Utilize Hope it. Is, Hope is the, uh, like, the unsung MVP of this podcast, partially because she hasn't killed you, mm-hmm. um, and partially because of like whenever there's been like stuff like that, she's always been willing to pitch in and help out. And like, obviously for me, she's a little a little more beholden to you, but not to me. So <laughs> I always appreciate that. I appreciate whenever she pitches in. What's well, funny? Hope is a person who, and she, our, my friend Joe and Hope's friend Joe is like this too. Where when she's feeling stressed, mm-hmm. like a spreadsheet is a stress reliever for them. Like yeah. putting something together like that organizing. is organizing. Yeah, or like I get that. Like I know, you know, Hope is ADHD. I'm I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure her friend Joe is too. And just having that sort of like very satisfactory organizing and, you know, like processing the data and all that stuff, like it's just a very calming sort of a thing for them. Yes. So she loves that kind of stuff. For me, I'm like, what do I do? And I'm like dreaming up the thing as I'm making. I'm terrible at making spreadsheets. Yes. Because I'm just like, oh, I should here. make a spreadsheet. And then it's really not functional. Like, yeah. It's fu- it's funny you mentioned, uh, like, you mentioned that part of it. Because, like, so with me getting into sports betting more the last couple of years, I've tried to, like, track how good I do. But I have zero ability to use excel properly. <laughs> so, like, I created my own spreadsheet. And uh, you might as well, you know get the sound effect ready because uh my buddy marty looked at it and like he works with spreadsheets all day and it, it triggered him to no end how like not functional <laughs> my spreadsheet was uh so that that just that just made me think of that too so that was just that was just funny i'm wondering like with my new gig am i gonna have to learn all these like corporate things that have that i've that have passed me by in my 21 oh, years of not needing them yeah. Oh man, already sweating through that suit. Yeah, Worried definitely. About- <laughs> Thinking about that. So, oh, speaking of that, I went to I I, I had an Amazon return at Kohl's. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got you know when you return something at Kohl's, they give you the the little gift card like. Uh, or it's like 15% off, whatever. Please yeah. buy something before you leave. Thank right. you for returning your Amazon stuff here, but can you please also shop here? Yes. So every time I go, I take my little I take a lap around Kohl's and say. Okay, like, what can I find? What can I get with this coupon? And if mm-hmm. I can't, I just hand the coupon to somebody who's shopping. But I found two. Is it Croft and Barrow? Is that the brand? I think so. Like, nice dress shirts. Mm-hmm. I got two of them for 25 bucks total. No, wow. Yeah. And they fit me well. And you're going to be mad at me, but they were XLs. But I haven't tried to sit in them yet. 
So there's the effort. Mm-hmm. There's a chance when I sit that yeah. my beer belly pops all the buttons off and takes someone's eye it's out like my first GIF. day at work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's the one gif of that. Uh, yeah. Well, it's funny because I was thinking I might have to do something similar because uh, like when a year and a half at least like, well, no, it's probably been two, two and a half years since I've had to go since I've gone to a wedding. Yeah. And uh, now I have two in October. So mm. I'm like. I don't know if I can get by with one dress shirt. You know, yeah. the dress shirt. The shirt. I have the polo and I have the shirt. What color uh, pants do you have? Navy, um, right? Or are they gray? Oh, that's true. I have I have like a, a gray and black. So I could just change the pants. I can just bring you a shirt. Would you have a shirt that would even fit me? I think so. Probably yes. Not. I, I, I I mean, I know I have uh, some biggins. I know. Like, it's actually funny. I was going through because of uh, on the Bernstein and Rahimi show. You guys were going over the auto show people (laughs) thing yesterday. Yes. Uh, I still have all those pictures on my phone. So I was scrolling through pictures on my phone and I have a couple pictures from uh, from your uh, your in your bag days of, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, the bag being any food. Right. And uh, still not still probably not on my level here. But I'm I had guessing. so because of my neck, yes, I had to buy shirts that were way too big on me. Sorry, I'm going to trigger you. I just texted you a picture. Okay, and then I had to stuff said shirts into my pants because they were gigantic on me. Mm-hmm. Oh God, yeah, I was way fatter then. Woo. Aches. Oh, wait for the next. The next one's just fun. Do you have a collection of fat pictures of me? No, <laughs> I I have pictures of everybody. It's like I, I I never delete pictures. There's me in the hoodie footy pajamas. <laughs> yes. And as you can see, I gotta post this too because yeah. this clearly demonstrates how short my legs are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. It's so oh, funny. Oh man. Okay. Remember, every time we tweet the show, there's a companion tweet with pictures of stuff we talked about. So yes. make sure you get that. Okay. Um, yeah, but go to Kohl's. You'll find something at Kohl's for sure. But I, I can take a look in my closet and, and share mm-hmm. and share with you if you want as well. Um, yeah, so I have the day to myself today. Nice. Um, yeah, and I'm going to go do some errands in Orland. And I think I'm going to stop by Maza of Orland Park or maybe just a Duncan right there because my car is fine. But I just need an excuse to like mention mm-hmm. them to get the read going. But I will stop at Duncan and wave at Eric. Eric Vates at Maza of Orland Park as I drive by 708 708- 444-3200. The reason I don't have to stop at Mazda of Orland Park today is because my Mazda is running wonderfully. It's a great car. I've had it since 2015. There hasn't been a single problem. Knock on wood. I go there for my routine maintenance and the car runs like a dream. I will be a Mazda customer for life and a Mazda of Orland Park customer for life because Eric and his people there take care of you. 708-444-3200. They're right there on 159th Street. Near all the car dealerships in Orland Park. It's like the Orland people like mapped out the city plan. It's 1875. What do we do with 159th Street? Oh, no. <laughs> Let's leave it blank until cars are invented. And yeah. then it just became all the car dealerships. But there's only one that matters. Mazda of Orland Park. So go visit Eric. 708-444-3200. All right, Rick. Last night, mm-hmm. I stayed up way too late and Same. played video games. Because I was on the verge of unlocking a 99 overall Greg Maddox Mm -hmm. and a 99 overall Nolan Ryan and MLB The Show. So I accomplished both those feats. I didn't go to bed till 145. Nice. And as I went upstairs, felt my stomach was like, oh, 
okay, it's time. So, you know, br- brush my teeth. I mouthwash. And I spit the mouthwash into the toilet. Okay. As I'm sitting on the toilet, just, you know, lean forward, spit it between my legs. Uh-huh. And I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting on the toilet, looking at TikTok as I do for way too long. And I start to feel a cooling sensation. Oh, no. <laughs> on my butt. <laughs> oh, no. I think the like vapors from the uh, mouthwash in the bowl were like making my butt effervescent. <laughs> <laughs> it was like someone put icy hot on my crack. <laughs> so I just wrote down in my notes, minty butthole parentheses and members of minty butthole. Oh, um, but yeah, was don't I, you have to? Does is she still going to be on OnlyFans? <laughs> that's Mindy butthole. Oh, that's a different okay. person. <laughs> um, but I was like, what is why? It took me a second to connect it. Yeah, and at first, like the first thought is panic, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, something, something wrong, something happened. bad is happening to me right now. And then I'm like, oh yeah, it's probably the mouthwash that's sitting in there. And now that I'm, you know, not worried anymore, it's quite delightful. So I, I recommend if you got a late night, <laughs> if you got a late night dump on deck. I mean, feel free. What are we doing here? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's what happens when I'm up way too late and we podcast way too early. That's so. Uh, funny. But I just, you know, it was an experience I wanted to share with yeah. the class, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who's ever done this. But uh, okay, yeah. But it's I'm fine just, now. Everything's okay. fine. I I can actually transition off of this oh, good. because something something that uh, came up on you better you bet yesterday. That we were saying, we just try and like fill a segment here and there, which is something fun because because you can only do hardcore analysis for so long on a four, on a four hour show. Correct. Uh, it was just the the simple pleasantries in life, the simple pleasures in life, and it was the biggest thing was uh, that some were food related and some weren't. So I wanted to you to think of one just like food or fat related the pleasures in life and while i'll give mine that i gave on the show yesterday and it was while you have so you have a minute to think about it of when you get a burrito and you can get everything in one bite as opposed to a lot of times when burritos are made it's here's the meat portion of the burrito here is the cheese portion of the burrito here is the salsa portion of Mm -hmm. your burrito to actually get everything in one bite and have it be the essence is one of the really great like food pleasures in life it's funny you said that because the first place my brain went when you asked me that was the complete nacho the nacho Mm -hmm. with everything on it with the cheese but the cheese is like melted but hardened so it's holding the meat and the beans and everything else on there that yeah that that where you get it all at once is a great thing My, my brain also went to pizza bubble when you mm-hmm. get a piece of pizza with a with a big dough bubble on it, yeah, I don't know why that delights me so much, but it's one of those things in life. And when you find an extra cheese stick that you didn't see in the basket, yes, because a cheese stick is just like the as as terms of like a a single bite goes, mm-hmm. a, the cheese stick might be the best, and they never bring you enough when you right. order them, and then you got to like. There's like the politics of the table of like, oh, I don't want to eat the last one. Or they mm-hmm. always bring like an odd number. So someone gets an extra one. Yeah. And you don't want to be that guy. But you also you also really do. 
like more than anything in the world want to be that yes. guy because <laughs> yes. you get the extra cheese stick. So yeah, those sort of things. I, I, yours is good though. Like that's right on because it's getting rare now because now like burritos are mass produced at Chipotle or Qdoba or wherever you go. Yeah. It's hard to get it because they're now they're just trying to make them fast. But when you go to that perfect place that just knows how to do it and they've been doing it for for years and also like when the tortilla is like a little bit crispy, mm-hmm. you know, and it's got like the little like a little bit of a burn to it, not like a char, but also not like a kind of still cold feeling like you can get it some places too. the nice charred tortilla with all the yeah. ingredients in a bite. That is that's perfection, my friend. Thank you for bringing my brain there because that's it. We're getting burritos. <laughs> okay. So uh, I get a lot of crap on this podcast for not liking peanut butter or peanuts or anything of the variety. Oh, my God. you witnessed yesterday (laughs) I was willing to try something that was a peanut for the sake of the podcast. I made that sacrifice. And I forget exactly what was it. The Takis, it was like chili and lime, like chili powder and lime. Yeah, it was a it, it was a double crunch Takis peanuts, and I felt like such an ass because I was so excited <laughs> to give these to Rick, and I handed them back. I'm like, you don't like nuts. I am such a moron. I was so excited about them. They're Takis hot nuts. They're in like your typical like I don't know what you call it like rectangular palm sized bag mm-hmm. that you get like at the at the drive through. Yeah. Drive through the uh, the checkout. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Fuego and then there's like there's another flavor that I didn't try. We tried the Fuego. Oh, Flair is the other one. But there are these coated nuts and planners had these a few years ago, but there's like a crispy coating outside the peanut. Yeah. That has like a flavoring on it. Anyway, Rick. Yes. I brought these to you. I immediately felt like such an ass because I was so excited. That I'm like, you don't like nuts. I'm a moron. Uh, but you tried them. So, yes, go ahead and describe the. Describe the described experience. Okay, so I will say, like, the first thing I did is I, I like, grabbed one and I just, like, licked it so that I could get the flavor of the, like, chili powder lime. And that part was awesome. Yeah, he licked the nuts. Yes, I licked the nuts proudly. And, uh, you know, really good. Like, that part of it, really good. So after that, I, I just, like, took the whole, you know, I just took that whole thing in my mouth and... <laughs> initially it was good when you're getting just the crunch like and you're getting that chili lime flavor very upfront good however then it starts to taste like a peanut and that part was bad and and it was like it was like oh okay like texture good okay chili lime good oh oh uh Oh, this is getting worse. Oh, no. What? No, this is peanut. This is bad. <laughs> like, that was what was going on in my head. I So here's the thing. I get you don't like peanuts. I understand it. But, like, I feel like peanut is such a non-offensive taste that it's like, okay, I can, like, take or leave it. But you were, like, visibly upset about the taste you had. Yeah, like, initially, like, I was like, oh, this this is pleasant. But, yeah, like... It's almost like I think I posted a video on Instagram like a this was forever ago now a couple of years ago where like I tried it it was a Robert Irvine nutrition bar and like my face kind of like progressively just like went from okay uh okay it's a nutrition okay this isn't good and like just went to more despair and that's what I felt like I did I probably did here I obviously didn't see myself in my reaction but uh 
yeah, I, I was kind of hoping that like something had changed in me because it's like even if I'm I'm never I'm never gonna like peanut butter like that's just never gonna be a thing. Yeah. But I was like maybe something like this where they try and take like take out the peanut aspect of it in terms of flavor as much as possible. I could do, but yeah, it was uh, that part was still no bueno, man. I mean, I, I'm happy I tried it. No just fuego. to say I did, just to get people <laughs> off my back a little bit. But uh, but yeah, that I'm not having that again. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, if only Takis made a product without peanuts, then you'd yeah, be in right? business. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, they do. They're called Takis. Yes. Yeah. Go get those. You'll like them. But if you do like peanuts, if you're a normal person, uh, those Takis Fuegos are great. Uh, another chip item I tried this week, um, and I've been turned on to the world. I told you a couple weeks ago how I made that HelloFresh meal with yeah. the burger that had the Old Bay seasoning on it. So since then, I've been like Old Bay man. I've been... <laughs> contacting my old bay correspondent chris tanhill about things i can do with old bay seasoning yeah and i bought these utz brand crab chips oh i've heard about those well they've always freaked me out because i thought there was like crab in it oh crab seasoning or it's just it's just old bay yeah it's just they call it chesapeake bay because i don't think they have the rights to use old bay but damn it those are delicious so buy those if you're into that sort of thing and if you like any sort of spicy or barbecue chip there's no reason you wouldn't be there is no crab in it. My wife, who's allergic, tried one, and she's not dead. So <laughs> she made the damn fat map the same day. So right. she's great. Uh, the other thing I tried uh-huh. at the encouragement of our Culver's Insider, mm-hmm. the Culver's Pot Roast Sandwich. Oh, that, you know, I had been meaning to, Dude. but then, like, by the time I get there, I just go into autopilot and just order the same thing. And I'm afraid I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm telling you. This was a plus. Really? It was so damn good. And I got, I had to ask for it, but I got a side of beef gravy. Okay. And I got curds. Nice. And the three of those things together, the pot roast sandwich, the beef gravy, and the curds. I was dipping the curds in the gravy and sometimes mashing curds into the sandwich. And it's about the size of a burger. It's not any bigger than a burger. So mm-hmm. don't think you're going to get this like massive, you know, it's 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 the same size as a butter burger, but it's pot roast. But the beef is tender. It's flavorful. It's real pot roast. Man, was that good. It's not even on the menu. I don't think I, I'm going to say I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. So I was in the drive through and I'm looking at the menu and I'm ordering for Hope and Addie. Hope got the spicy chicken. Addie got the tenders. And I'm as I'm ordering, I'm like looking for it. I'm like, do you have the pot roast sandwich? Like, yeah, we do. I'm like, I will take that. And it was yeah. so good. And then yesterday I stopped by my parents' house and I told my dad, <laughs> I saw life in my dad's eyes I haven't seen in years. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> what? I love Paros. I'm like, go get it and ask for the gravy. But there's option. There's the option of chicken gravy or beef gravy. I don't know why mm-hmm. you would get chicken gravy with a beef yeah, pot roast. Yeah, that's but weird. If, if whatever, if that excites you, that's an option. But I got the beef gravy, curds, and the pot roast sandwich, and it was absolutely great. It was wonderful. And now is like fall approaches. Add that to your, you know, add that to your rotation at Culver's because it's because everything there is so damn good. Right. By the way, though, they got rid of the buffalo tenders. Well, I saw. So at my Culver's, they didn't necessarily get rid of it. It's just due to a chicken shortage. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like I assume they probably looked at their chicken products and were like, okay, what what do we not sell as much of? Because like it's on the drive through thing. That it's like, hey, due to a shortage, 
Um, we don't have like it was like basically buffalo chicken products, but we recommend the spicy chicken sandwich. So like that's kind of their way to be like, you like a little oomph with your chicken? Here you go. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, that's good because that's Hope's favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, that you talk about how um, the chicken shortage. I was I've seen that a lot. And it, yeah. I think like that's why wings are so expensive. Wings are so expensive now. <laughs> yeah. And that's why like Wingstop is going to the thighs. Mm-hmm. But this week I discovered a fat hack for our listeners that have oh. a fry the coop near them. Um, Oaklawn, Elmhurst, West Town, Prospect Heights and Tinley Park. That's where all the fry the coops are. If you order the kids meal and add a tender, it's cheaper than the tender basket. Oh, yeah, because you don't get that second side. But if you don't eat the coleslaw anyway, mm-hmm. you still get a giant side of fries. And then you just yeah. add the tender on its own. I think it's like two dollars cheaper to do it. What that if way. In, what if in theory and I'm not saying I do this, of course, but what if in theory for your second side, you just got more fries? I can't typically finish. A full plate of fry the coop. And their fry order because the fries are it's a big order of fries. It, it is a big order of fries. And you know what? That's why you're able to fit into Excel's and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also have the proper air fryer so you can reheat. The, like when I, me reheating fries, it's a, it's a non-starter. It's not going to work. It's yeah. just it's not going to be as good. So, uh, yeah, I went to fry the coop this week. I had a uh, I had it. Rick, I had a consultation. Okay. Uh, from our from our old pals at the vasectomy clinic of Chicago. Oh, so there you go. Yeah, I'm getting that's happening on Wednesday. Beep, so beep, beep. I can uh, next podcast hear all about yeah. my vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll have to spin some more uh, mouthwash in the toilet. You, you finally found a use for those frozen peas. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, not at this one. Oh, no ice true. packs, no frozen peas, no needle, oh. no scalpel. That's true. So th- I mean, hey, one one of the hours of my show yesterday was sponsored by the vasectomy clinics of Chicago. Yeah, I'm not getting paid by them. I had to pay for this. Not much, but because we have good insurance. But mm-hmm. so I meet the doctor and he's like, OK, so this is the device I'm going to use. And it's this big, like steel. It's got, <laughs> it looks it's, got like like a- it's, it's got a pole start like a mower. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, just use a scalpel. No, but it was like an air. It like shot a puff of air. Oh, like, oh. I don't like that. Don't show me that. Just do it. (laughs) Did they like borrow it from the eye doctor? I don't know. It just like, like shot this thing across the room. I guess that's how they, that's like how they make the incision instead. I don't know. What? I'm like, I'm not, my friend had it done. He said it was wonderful and super easy. I'm like, I just don't just do like, I'm a guy who will watch a shot or like watch blood get drawn. I'm like, Ooh, that's cool. Look at that. Yeah. This one. I'm like, Hey man, just, I'm going to put a mask on and do your thing. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm out. That's so, funny. I'm not. I'm not worried about it at all, though. I just yeah. like it's something I've been meaning to get done, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the time is, is it, right. Is it Antonio Cromartie that's had like four kids since he got a vasectomy? There's like one of the guys that has like eight kids. It's either like him or Travis Henry or something like that. I that yeah, that's guys that are known to have like a ton of kids, and you know, no judgment, but for a lot of these guys, it's by many different women which do your thing but uh but yeah like one of them had like a vasectomy and i think they've had like three kids since and it's like what well here's okay so <laughs> what they'll tell you is you're not like totally out yeah for a few months oh, I, I think okay. there's people that are like i got it done today let's yeah. go and it's let's like let's go well... downtown to pound town <laughs> 
I don't know. I'm very uncomfortable all of a sudden. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it doesn't just like it's not like turning off a spigot. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. work that way. So yeah, yeah it, it takes some time. I think some people might struggle with that concept. That's so, fair. All right, that, that that seems fair. All right, I've, I've got one more little thing to get to, and I okay. I got to shout out uh, non fat but fat at heart. Our, our friend uh, Dan Bernstein for finding the story. Well, and, we're just throwing the F word around like that? I'll do it. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm leaving. I mean, maybe it's because I'm like, ah, you know, I'm feeling nostalgic or whatever because I'm leaving. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Covington, Louisiana, uh, a pizza blob is oozing out of a dumpster. So what here's my what college happened. nickname. <laughs> pizza blob? Yeah. Pete's a blob. <laughs> um, or Pete sublob. That works, too. Um, so this, the manager of this Domino's had leftover dough and just threw it in the dumpster in anticipation of hurricane Ida, Mm -hmm. which went through Louisiana. As we all know, as you also know, September in Louisiana is hot. So when there's a giant mass of dough in your dumpster, it's not being taken away for a few days and it's oppressively hot and there's moisture in the air. You are basically just feeding that beast, and that's what happened. And this blob of pizza dough overflowed a commercial-sized dumpster. And if you look <laughs> at the pictures here, and I'll put the pictures in the uh, companion Twitter yeah. tweet, there's just a what looks like the starting of a pizza crust on the ground outside this dumpster. Oh my god! It I'm is looking at the pictures right now. <laughs> it's absolutely gross. Is, and if you're looking at the same one as me, Rick, the the blue dumpster with the dough in yes. front, this is a apparently after a bit of cleanup has happened. Oh wow! There's not. I, I don't think a picture exists of like it at its worst. Uh, but yeah, this is absolutely gross. A giant commercial dumpster has just become a petri dish for uh, basically a bread starter. You know, like, do you have friends who do that, Rick? Like, who make the sourdough starter and they have to like feed it all the time? And I think, I think I do. Yeah, it's cool. I, I know. I mean, yeah, it, like yeast I know people is alive. That would profile towards it. Yeah, yeah, yeast is alive and it eats and it eats and eats and eats and grows and grows and grows and uh, same. There, <laughs> that's true. There was a portion in Anthony Bourdain's book about he had a chef that would like feed it like rinds and like you just because you're trying to get the right flavor on your on your bread. Rhines, so, <laughs> rhines, rhines. I knew it was coming too. Yep. But yeah, so check out just Google Pizza Blob or check out our companion tweet and uh, you'll see it. It is, it's gross. That dumpster looks nasty, man. Yes, it does. But I mean, you know, if you were like walking by and it was like a part that wasn't touching the dumpster, you'd be like, yeah, I'll take some home for a starter. Yeah. <laughs> just like put in a little jar. All right. No, the pizza blob is gross. I don't recommend eating it. It just I bet it smells do you think it smells good or bad? Maybe it smells like the Walmart subway. Yeah. Where you're like, that's bread, but that's also unpleasant. Yes. Yeah, subways like that. It's really weird. And it's not just like it's any subway to me. Cause like, so when when I get my uh my weekly pizza that I do from uh Dominic's in Villa Park. What I do is I like for me a twenty ounce is not enough pop, but it yep. But a <laughs> uh, a two liter is too much. So what I do is I stop at the gas station that's like two blocks away, and they have liters of RC. So I go there to get the liter of RC before I go to pick up the pizza while I'm on my way home from work. But uh, 
when I walk in, it's like there's a subway, like kind of connect, you know, like connected with the gas station. Yeah. And I am, uh, I, I'm greeted by the smell, and it's not my favorite. It is a uh, undeniably bad smell, actually. I yeah. I really don't like it, and it makes me want to get out of the store as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, this is not has anything to do about being fat, but do you have this at your Target where there's people from a phone company that yes. like accost you while you're shopping? Yeah, that that started when I was still working there. Leave me alone. Right. I it's driving me crazy. There, it come it's gotten to the point now where I steer clear of the electronics section because mm-hmm. I don't want the dude. To be like, hey, can I interest you in a new phone plan? No. No. You can't. <sighs> yeah, they started that like, <laughs> I think like six months before I left. So I was like 2011 that that started. And I don't know if it's changed or like how it's changed or anything like that since then. But the funny thing was too, at least especially when they started, they didn't like train the people in the store at all. So even if someone just comes up and is like, Hey, whereabouts would I find X? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they they like they couldn't even answer that question, and they would just walk up to me and be like, "Uh, Rick, where's the you know <laughs> the, the, the J impression?" Yeah, they yeah exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, "Uh, well, where, where's Tums? Where do you find this stuff? I don't know where it is." <laughs> I, so here, if you're trying to avoid those people, I have yes. found the response that works. I get my phone through my work. Mm. Because there's no retort to that. True. Yep. There you go. Fat hack. It's a hack for everyone from a fat. Speaking of a fat, is it time to ask the fats? It is. The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now. Ask a fat, as always, is brought to you by our friend, Charlie the Bacon Guy. If you want to leave us a message... Call a fat phone, 708-858-3314, 708-858-3314. Put that number in your contacts now so when you've got that experience, you call us right away and tell us so it's fresh on your mind. But here's Charlie with his weekly bacon report. Hey there, fats. Your weekly bacon flavors are maple pepper, rosemary pepper garlic, buffalo, ranch, jalapeno garlic, curry ginger, Caribbean jerk, and honey chipotle. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, habanero, and peach. Don't forget about t-shirts, hockey jerseys, and stickers. And if you've got any fun flavor ideas, shoot me a DM. Hope everybody has a great week. Eat lots of bacon. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Thank you, Charlie. Charlie, he's the best. Based out of Woodridge, he sells, as you know, bacon and bacon jams. Always a nitrate and nitrite-free product. All naturally cured, applewood hickory smoked, thick, Sliced bacon, and damn it, is it good. Oh, had another pound of the ranch bacon this week. Nice. God, that's amazing. Slide into his DMs on Instagram, Charlie the Bacon Guy. Email Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. He's on Twitter at CZ the Bacon Guy. You just heard about all the flavors, all the things available. Shipping anywhere in the lower 48 is a flat fee of $15. So, like we always say, double that order. You're going to want more. You're going to regret not getting more, and you don't want that $15 shipping fee to hold you back for more bacon. So just get more. You're all, it freezes up great. It thaws wonderfully. There's no freezer taste. It's really well 
shrink wrapped and secured. You're not going to get any sort of contamination from your freezer. So don't hesitate. Add to that order. Stock up. Get everything you want. The flat fee of shipping is $15. So take advantage of that. If you live in the Western Burbs, though, Charlie will bring it to you. And if you're close by, he can meet you somewhere in the middle if you guys can work that out. So again, slide into his DMs. Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram. CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. And email Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. We've got one voicemail today. Here we go. Hey, Trent. Lance Levine, Tournament of Junk here, channeling my inner Charlie the Bacon guy as I'm calling from outside. So that's the giveaway, Rick. You won't have to guess where I'm at. Anyway, uh, I'm dying at the uh, how did the fossil tape get in the patio garbage can mystery. I love this. It's like Encyclopedia Brown. So it reminded me of a story that I've detailed in my book, All the Right Notes, available on Amazon.com. Uh, I plug. went to a men's room mm-hmm. one time and go to the urinal, and there are a whole bunch of peanut shells in the urinal. So I'm thinking, okay, how did these get here? Were you eating peanuts at the urinal, which would chances are require two hands? Did you come in the bathroom with the peanut shells and say, hmm, I need to dump these somewhere? Huh, the urinal, that looks like a good spot. I have no idea how the peanut shells got in the urinal. So I actually named my first book Peanuts in the Urinal because I couldn't ever figure that mystery out. And this is going back probably about 30 years. So I still think about that moment. And it reminded me so much of that when you said the funnel cake, you know, sitting in the garbage can, not even at the place that sells funnel cake. So great story, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate the show as always. And, hey, follow them on Patreon and donate some money. These guys are the best. Yeah. You you all know it and you all love the show. So give them some money on Patreon. Take care, guys. Have a great day. All right, Lance. Thank you. Uh, Patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod. I forget to mention it all the time. So if you want to throw us a few bucks a month, if everybody threw us like three bucks a month, mm-hmm. that would be very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just say that. Um, so peanuts in the urinal. I I also now, like Lance, am very perturbed by this because yeah. it is a two-hand process. Unless someone puts whole nuts in their mouth, stop, and chews the shells like a giant sunflower seed. Maybe like Andre the giant was in there or something. I don't know. I probably most likely is they had them in their hand and just wanted to toss them somewhere. But yeah, any man knows two items belong in the urinal, Mm -hmm. urine and ice. Yes. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Nothing is more set. You talk about fat satisfaction, Rick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is for anybody, anybody who uses a urinal peeing on the ice is the greatest sensation in the world. You don't feel it, right? But it's just very satisfying. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're having an impact. Like, look at I'm. <laughs> look how quickly this ice is melting. I am doing my job and helping this ice melt very, very rapidly. Right. You're like Earth. <laughs> yes, I am exactly like Earth. <laughs> That's it. Uh, <laughs> That's not actually happening. That's a sca- You're lying. It's fake news. Your pee's not melting that ice. It's something else. It's uh, something else. Oh, my Lord. All right. We got some Ask a Fats to get to as well. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. All right. We got a couple emails here. If you want to email us, I'm fatpod 
at gmail.com. We've not had a lot of questions the last few weeks. Let's get these voicemails going because people get tired of our voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, more voicemails, 708-858-3314. More emails, imfatpod at gmail.com. This one comes from Bobby. He says, what is the best dinner dessert combo in your opinion? That's one question. Okay. Also, when is it too early in a day to order a milkshake? Ooh. Uh, second question first, never. Yeah. Because either it's breakfast and it's milk, so it makes (laughs) sense, or it's lunch or dinner and it's a milkshake and it also makes sense. Right. If you treat it like a meal, you know, like a protein shake, just get creative. Like, oh no, it's a protein shake. Why does it say steak and shake on there? No, it's a protein shake. I just have the cup. Right. (laughs) Why is God, it for, the, yeah. the steak and shake shakes are so good. Yeah, I know. They are and so I good. And I understand everybody does like all the combos and stuff with them, uh, but uh, give me the vanilla. The vanilla shake at Steak and Shake is fantastic. Are you a malt guy? Um, sometimes. Yeah. I've it, become it I've become a malt guy in my in my later years. But chocolate malt, vanilla malt, it's really hard to beat. It's just so, yeah, it's great to have all that other stuff in there, but like the simplicity of a good milkshake mm-hmm. is perfect. The best dinner dessert combo. That's interesting. Yes. I, I think I'm going to kind of cop it out here, but if I'm having something spicy, having ice cream after, mm-hmm. right? Like something with a, like, so I had, let's say I went out for like a, a nice Mexican meal at like Frontera or somewhere like that, where I'm eating spicier yes. food and then for dessert, Something with an ice cream element, I think, is essential. Yeah. Oh, here's one that I, here's here's an example of that that I can give. Okay, in uh in downtown Naperville, a block away from each other, I think it's even on the same block is um Front Street Cantina and Coldstone. I love Front Street Cantina, and I love Coldstone. Well, yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, so like we've done that before. Where it's like you either go there or a couple blocks away is um, uh, Mongolian barbecue, the uh, BD's Mongolian Grill mm-hmm. would do that and then go over to Cold Stone. That, actually, I think that's it for me is the uh, Mongolian barbecue and then go to Cold Stone and get my cookie. Don't you want some? Is that your cookie? Don't you? All right, I'm going to try it. What, so what is all? Is it just cookie dough or what else is in it? Uh, it's cookie dough, caramel, hot fudge. Oh. Don't you want some? Not okay. So I look, Cookie. Don't you want some? And the first thing that comes up is calories. Nope, no, definitely don't want that. Block that page. Okay. Uh, <laughs> ingredients: French vanilla ice cream yep. with chocolate chips, cookie dough, fudge, and caramel. That's that. That sounds about right. I'm yep. down with that for yes. sure. Um, oh, by the way, have I mentioned? I may have done this already. I'm sorry if I did. Uh, at Dairy Queen, the Boston. Are you aware of the Boston at Dairy Queen? No. This is a milkshake, and they put a, once they fill the milkshake, they put a dollop of uh, ice cream on top of it. Oh. So there's like an, yeah. So there's like an iceberg of ice cream coming out of your milkshake. Is it popular as far as you know? I, I don't ever see anyone with it because I don't think, I think okay. when people see the word Boston, they're thinking yeah. it's like a Boston cream flavored something. Sure. And there's people okay. that love that. I love that too, but sometimes yeah. it's not what I want in ice cream. Okay. That's not so what it it's is. Not, so it's not necessarily bringing the boys to the yard yet? <sighs> uh, 
that wasn't even that good of a one, but you know, I know I just had to. I just I had to like, keep up the bit. <laughs> Zool just left my body. thousand <laughs> no, percent. Yeah, I like how you can hear it. Like it started out as a normal sigh, and then you hear my fatness mm-hmm. come through as like the jelly and the. <laughs> the wheezing starts to come through <laughs> yes oh yeah like yeah anytime i laugh or snicker or something like that you always hear it speaking of the huh! sound did you uh, listen to danny mac show yesterday no. anyway this email from nathan from roscoe uh there's go- i'm predicting drama at the score this week just gonna say that just oh. gonna say he, wow. he, he specifically called out a score host i for one am shocked one who does not take call outs well Okay. Uh, that doesn't narrow it down very much. Uh, the one who definitely does not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Nathan from Roscoe <laughs> says, I saw a commercial last night for Papa John's featuring the new Shakaroni pizza, which yes. is an extra large pizza with extra pepperoni and extra cheese. Pausing this email, Shaq, be a little more creative than like, uh, just make it bigger and add more of stuff. Do you honestly think he was part of the creative process there I, he seems pretty involved actually no he 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 owns a decent amount of franchises i believe of uh papa yeah. john's but i don't i wonder i i my thought is they're like hey Shaq, we want to throw your name on a pizza and it's gonna be it's just gonna have extra of a lot of stuff and he's probably like okay it's better than shaka sausage Right. Zaccaroni is kind of all you can go with. Whatever. I need it. All right. Uh, so what are some other other portmanteaus of retired basketball players and pizza toppings that are neither clever, clever from a marketing standpoint, nor result in a creative new food item? <laughs> Example, oh my God. the Mike Italian sausage, an extra large pizza with extra <laughs> Italian sausage and extra cheese endorsed by Michael Jordan. Love the show. Congrats on the new gig, Jay. Nathan oh, from Roscoe. Wow. Thank you for the congrats, Nathan. Yeah, it, it's just funny. It is so uncreative. I like the yeah. use of portmanteau in there, by the way. Yeah, I haven't heard seriously. that in a while. Um, well, my guy is Noach. So would he have like the Nocharoni? Ooh, yes. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of guys. Like there's a guy that just got drafted, Jalen Green Peppers. I mean, you could have something like that where it's more of a before and after. <laughs> the Jarrett Jalapeno Jack? Yes. See? That's too creative. Nice. That's too creative. Look at you. Too creative. Well, that's my guy. You know. I know. Jared Jack is my guy. That's my Appar- that's my NBA man's. Apparently he was a uh, an MVP candidate in the big three. Is he in the big three? I, I saw a tweet about it. I had no idea he was in the big three. Well, for my farewell week, mm-hmm. should I just book Jared Jack for Dan and Layla? <laughs> You 100% should <laughs> just make them interview him. I'm yes. not going to interview him because I don't know what to say. Uh, yes. You went to Georgia Tech. I saw you on TV once and then you became my guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's truly the story. Like, wow, yeah, that Jared like, Jack guy's good. 20 I years ar- ago at Georgia Tech. I already forgot who my hockey guy was. I know he oh. was on the Capitals oh my God. at the time. Who was it? Uh, it oh, Brooks Orpik. Brooks Orpik. Yes. <laughs> up it is like the perfect comparison like he's pretty good for a long time yeah and like could help a champion be a champion but like won't be the reason for it yeah not not, he's like a really good role player yeah oh replaceable but good yeah okay yeah all right that's i love that one man that's so funny all right uh we got one more here this one comes from matt and uh we're at the point of the year 
where we will consume football foods on our weekends. If you were to build mm-hmm. your plate with three or four must-have items, what are you going with when cheering on your team? Assuming I have the time to make said things, and yes, I said make because there's like one or two things in this world that I can kind of make. Pizza rolls um, and... Yeah, well, pizza rolls is one of them. <laughs> uh, another one is pigs in a blanket. Okay. And my other one would probably be <sighs> shit on a shingle is so good i think yeah, i have to thing. go with that yeah that that is your that's your go-to it's my bit when i am planning food for a sporting event mm-hmm. it's almost always app based yes very rarely do i have like an entree now it's different if i'm tailgating and sure. that's when i want like all the standard like brats burgers oh by the way Got some uh, jalapeno cheddar burgers from Pete's this week. Ooh, they're, they're real thin. They weren't like the fat pub burgers because I struggle to grill those correctly. I either burn them or they're mm-hmm. raw. Okay. These are really pounded thin, delicious. So Pete's pro hack. Um, but when I'm having, when I'm sitting down at home to watch a game, I want apps. So two dips are going to be there. First, the goat buffalo chicken dip mm-hmm. has to be there. Yeah. Secondly, Hope makes bean dip with the you know the can of um frito-lay bean dip it's like in the chip aisle a can of that a can of cream cheese shredded cheese chives heat that all up so i got those two dips and then i think i'm just choosing like you said like either pigs in a blanket pizza rolls like whatever my taste is that day yeah maybe the um the mini tacos that come like the jose olay mini tacos that are really Mm -hmm. good whatever the flavor profile i want that day That'll be the the main item, and then those two dips. The other thing about those mini tacos, if you're feeling really gluttonous, yeah, you can get them crispy. You can use those as a vehicle for your dip. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, because they're like sturdy that. enough to handle, you know, a, a, a chunky dip. Mm-hmm. Which was my nickname in college. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we should put our uh, audience out of their misery this week. And wrap oh, up I think we already did that. I think we got to put ourselves out of the misery now. All right. Wait, before we wrap up, ah. we've got a new Between Two Fats coming this week. Jennifer Billick is going to join the show. Jay, who is Jennifer Billick? You saw Jennifer Billick's piece on Block Club Chicago this week regarding Chicago bakeries. Mm-hmm. It was it went viral. It's It's a huge story. Everyone's reading it. She has a book coming out about the history of Chicago bakeries. Uh, and we're going to interview her this week, probably publish that on Wednesday or Thursday. So keep an eye out for the second episode of Between Two Fats with Jennifer Billick, author of Historic Chicago Bakeries. If you've not seen that Block Club article, I will include it in the informational uh, tweet uh, for the show, the companion tweet. So make sure you listen to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I am so Probably excited be a about this interview. At this point, because we have so many companion things this week. I, well, the pictures I can do is one, and then yeah, yeah. the companion tweets I got to send too. So what do we got to put in there? Pizza blob, mm-hmm. me and the hoodie footy. Yes, I got to go get another pot roast chicken sandwich because I was so excited I forgot to take a picture. Ah, um, darn, no, yeah. please don't do that. A link to the uh, to the art the block club article. Right. And I got to add Front Street Cantina to the fat map. Oh, never mind. A picture of my minty butthole. No. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Don't be doing that. 
Okay, well, uh, to see all that stuff, follow us on all our social medias at I'm Fat Pod outside of the butthole. Uh, email us questions, thoughts, suggestions, all that stuff. I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Jay's dying, so I'll have to do the. Uh, I almost spit the- take when he said that. I was drinking water. <laughs> uh, Get on Patreon. Throw us a couple bucks if you so if you so choose. Uh, T Public will have a new sale probably in the next forty eight hours because like one ended this week. Uh, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Uh, give us the old ye old five star rating and leave us a review and check out our sponsors: Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. Let's go. And Dr. Squatch, where first-time buyers, there's 20 or more, use promo code I'm Fat 20 you save 20%. He's Jay, I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. <laughs>